So the bad news is that this last week's episode, which we were live from 50 West's Punch-Out! Round 2, um, from the BC's Bottle Lodge Bottle Share Tent, the episode was fantastic, it was wonderful, it was everything I could have hoped for and more. Um, it, it's gone, it is somewhere floating around the digital ether, nowhere to be found again, and um, I can't give it to you. So I had to do some digging, and I guess that's the good news, I had a couple shows that have been sitting in the vault, one of which is this one. I sat down with Jesse Folk from GCCBS, the Greater Cincinnati Craft Beer Society. Um, this was right before uh, the Blue Melvin release at 50 West. We did this as a, a live stream only, but luckily I fired up the recorder just in case, and, um, well, just in case happened. So, some of the timely stuff doesn't make as much sense now, but the information about Blue Melvin is still some really cool stuff, and um, I still think it's a great show, and it's pretty much the only way that I can say that I'm sorry for losing this last show. So I promise it won't happen again. Uh, yeah. Enjoy this show. We were live from 50 West talking Blue Melvin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Cincy Brewcast. Um, we are live at 50 West. We are talking about Blue Melvin and Facebook. I hate you as much as I hate Paris right now. <laughs> so our live video is being all janky and wonky and uh, I can't think of any other fun words to say screwed up and not the way it's supposed to be. So sorry, but... Worst uh, Facebook Live ever, 50 West. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the worst. We're the worst at pretty much everything. <laughs> you, are, you are the worst. <laughs> and but, I, at I, least I, I read that beer. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Maybe on the sign out front. <laughs> so we've, got, we've got a whole lot to talk about, and I don't know how much you want to talk about, how much you want to tease, how much you want to... I don't, I don't even know. You guys are all being all let's, marketing and prepared. You guys let's just make it super and... organized. I'll just like answer <laughs> half the questions that you ask me. I, I never write down actual questions, and maybe that's like a bad um, a bad brewcaster. I, I don't know. I, Wait, I, so if I he's not down, asking questions, this, are we going for like a Sean Spicer press conference? I, I write down like points, and I'm like, here's, supposed to be Sean, here's where I want to <laughs> kind of guide things and what, what things I want to kind of hit on but i don't have i don't have any questions other than why am i here i don't know why Blue are melvin <laughs> see i have the Got answer that. to I'm that waiting. <laughs> that's that's how bad i am at this so um anybody who doesn't know what cincy brewcast is or what any of this is um cincy brewcast is a podcast slash live facebook video cast even though facebook hates us um we talk about Cincinnati beer, Cincinnati craft beer, I guess I should specify. Um, God, our whole freaking live setup is driving me crazy today. I should have brought the 
stupid little tripod. Yeah, I was about to say, you know they make tripods for your phone. I have one somewhere. Oh. It's just evidently yeah. not in the um, in the box. I wonder here. if our marketing guy has one. Um, I don't see him. Let's see if this. See if it works with Jesse's ice pack holding it up. <laughs> Ooh, cool phone. So far, so good. If if it slides <laughs> down, we'll switch things. Um, so Blue Melvin is a beer. Terrible beer. Um, what is that? What are we even looking at? I, I have no idea. That's <laughs> it. Takes it. A, they, I think you're. I think they, you're losing followers fast, bro. Something. <laughs> something stalled out on us. Let's just. We'll, we'll figure this out. We'll. We'll get it. it. I don't know if we're broadcasting live right now. I don't know if it's an internet issue or a Facebook issue or Wait, what. Wait, is, is that that's the phone that we put on Wi-Fi, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. So it, I mean, I mean, the Wi-Fi is fine. Uh, is are, it like out of are delay you on or Wi-Fi? Is that? No, I'm on. I'm on LTE. Uh, maybe that's it. Oh yeah, but, maybe it's just you. Yeah. So, so maybe we we look like idiots, and everybody else is like everything looks fine. What are you guys talking about? Um, so, Blue Melvin is an imperial cream blueberry cream ale. I guess is the easy way to say it. With magic goodness from Danny. Um, I, I think we write on the label um, barrel aged bourbon barrel aged blueberry cream stout. But that doesn't really encompass it with what it has become over the years either, right? Why? Because we don't include magic fairy dust <laughs> on the label, but there is some in it. There's, there was something about this beer, not just the way it tastes, but the way it's kind of built up over the years, too. And I think that's, that's part of the fun of it, too, is that it's kind of got some kind of... Um, I, I don't want to call it hype. I don't want to call it... Uh, you know, I, I don't know what I want to call it, but there's something behind it, too, where people have gotten really excited as time has gone by, you know, when people start trading stuff and start doing I things. I think it might be showing the outside. There is no way it's showing the outside right now. Wait, why? That wouldn't even make sense. It is showing the outside. How did it switch? <laughs> oh, it went to his front camera? That's amazing. I hate you, Facebook. <laughs> thought you were being a selfie guy. Wait, now it really is showing the outside. Did uh-huh. it flip? Wait, wait. The go. feed's like on a delay. Yeah, it takes it a second to catch up. Oh my God. Well, we're back to horizontal, but we can be seen now at least. <laughs> is it still outside? Nope. Nope. We're inside. All right. We can oh, we're be seen. Now. Jeez. It just doesn't want to go horizontal right. for whatever reason. All right, everybody just turn your phones or your this, computers sideways. This is why. Turn your whole fucking desktop This is sideways. a podcast and not a, a live show that also does a podcast. This is a podcast first and foremost because <laughs> I hate live broadcasting. It's not that it ever works. It kind of smells like pot in here. I, I think you need to see a safety meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's actually pot. There would not be people here smoking pot. No, no, we don't allow that. It's it's probably a skunk so totally, or something. Totally outside. Not, not the culture. I think <laughs> I think though. To cycle back around. The, the big question is, what do you guys think made Blue Hurry, Melvin? Keep us top? on track, Jesse. <laughs> I'm, I'll do do my best to bring that J school degree to to bear. Whatever I can do. Um, I think it was like a combination of a lot of things. Um, the limited release. Uh, in the 750s, the, the beer just like didn't go because of the packaging. It just didn't go as far as it will with these 12 ounce bottles. Um, we made less of it, 
How uh, many bottles went out that first time? Uh, you could do math if you wanted. Uh, I, d- I don't want to. I was hoping you had already no, done No, no, but I, I mean, someone could if they wanted. There was two uh, bourbon barrels. They were uh, Pappy Van Winkle barrels, actually, that Danny scored for us uh, from Party Source. It was two of them. Uh, they're 55-gallon barrels, uh, wooden barrels, bourbon barrels. And uh, we filled them in 750-milliliter bottles. So whatever that equals is... Yeah, there's no end on that math. Yeah, it, so, I mean, it's not so, hard but to not do, a lot. but... Uh, I think uh, not a lot. You were you guys were probably one of the last ones to be able to uh, use Pappy for for doing a bourbon barrel aged beer. I remember uh, there's a big issue with the, those beer the barrels being stolen, and then they went to you kind of had to audition. So like you were like one of the last free free barrel. Well, I stole of most of them, so <laughs> it was fine. That'll do it. I, I had a bunch. Uh, no, I, I don't know how Danny got a hold of them. Party Source has like some kind of secret channel where they get all these awesome barrels um and they were gracious enough to give us some just about everybody who was like a part of quaff um at the time got a couple if they wanted them um if you were like pals with danny you got some of those barrels uh and we just so happened to make blue with that first that first those two barrels that first round so uh, why did you guys um kind of decide to do that uh you know Cream, the stout cream ale with, with the blueberries, and how did that project kind of come together? So it's a really good story, um, <laughs> and we plan to tell all of it tomorrow at brunch. So if you got a brunch ticket, that's like part of that experience. So I don't want to like give too much away, but I, I'll, I'll, I will talk about a lot of it. Um, so Quaff is like considered like a brotherhood. Like Danny considers it his, his like fraternal like brewing brotherhood, and. Uh, He's a great beer mind, really good beer dude. And, uh, you know, we, it was Blake and I were brewing at the time uh, at the brew pub. And, you know, Danny came to us with these barrels and we were super excited about it. We were like, holy crap, like we can make something awesome, like something super epic and put it in happy barrels. So, you know, we got the barrels in and we're smelling the barrels and we're trying to like drink some of the devil's cut from it. And like, (laughs) like really like playing with these things. And we were racking our brains like, how, what are we going to put in this thing? So obvious conclusion we came to stout we consider ourselves pretty good dark beer brewers um so we were like all right we got to put a stout in this thing uh and so we took ghost of imaging like a a bastardized recipe of ghost of ghost of imaging like threw lactose at it and uh made this really different stout than we had normally made um there was a lot more deeper crystal malts than we usually throw in beer um it was a little bit lower ABV than we were in originally shooting for. Um, and we just threw it all in these barrels. Uh, you know, with barrels, you just kind of check them every once in a while and see what happens. And we kept checking it, and Danny kept stopping by, and we kept checking it. We didn't really like the way it was progressing. We thought it tasted good, but it was a little harsh, um, a little tannic, a little... It just wasn't there. These barrels were just like old, pappy barrels <laughs> that were just like, honestly, not the perfect barrels for barrel-aging beer in and uh, so we got through most of it. Um, Bobby's going to join us now. Uh, Sad of everybody, Bobby. <laughs> he's in. He's Hopefully re- his he, mic and everything he's works. He's super sweaty. What's up, Noam? Hey. <laughs> hey, I don't know if anybody told you, but your camera on the Facebook feed was Let's off. Not, can we not time. talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask Bobby if he came in first. Hey, Bobby, did you just run and come in first? did i used the old trick of turning around before the finish line and running back <laughs> <laughs> okay congratulations hey you are in order little shout out 
Queen City Fresh running out there with us today. Oh, no shit. Awesome. <laughs> when are you guys getting in? Chris is man. I, when I live on the east side of town. <laughs> I've told you a hundred times I'm afraid of running because that will be how I die. <laughs> I'll get like ten feet away and just drop dead. You know what? If it's the first run, we give you a free beer. So you, oh. you'd have a beer to go to the grave with. How far is it? As far as you want it to be. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll go with my shorts right now. Yeah, I, I, I should probably retract that. We're going to have a bunch of people coming down here walking to the, uh, the sign outside and back and telling me they want their free beer. You have to get out of the parking lot. Well, we'll towards the end of the quote-unquote show, I don't, this is kind of a weird uh, live broadcast special edition. I, I don't know what it is, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about some of the stuff you guys have going on, and we'll, we'll make sure we mention the, the running groups again. Towards uh, the i got to go get back to my running groups. Good to see you. Is the Facebook camera, is, do we have one for this? Yes. Um, yeah. It's live, is but it, everybody has to tilt their head. Is it straightened? Uh, no. Working is it off it. again? I can, we can't get it to work. We're going to get you some kind of videographer. I need all kinds of things. Oh, we're, I've got a, I'm working on an option. So if anybody wants to sponsor Cincy Brewcast, uh, send me an email. Uh, CincyBrewcast at gmail.com because we can buy all kinds of fun stuff for a couple sponsors. <laughs> He's talking to you, Jungle Gems. That's right, Jungle Gems. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll let you get back to Max. i got to go sign in running groups. <laughs> hey, thank you for yeah, stopping good, by. Go get sweaty somewhere else. <laughs> um, yeah, so Bobby just ran like five miles. Um, <laughs> no, uh, the, That's how he gets to drink all the beer. That's right. Honestly. Uh, no, the end of that story really is like... Like I said, we're going to tell most of it in a little bit more in depth, but basically the beer wasn't there, and we just started tinkering with it and just, like, messing with it and messing with it, and what we ended up with was Batch 1 Blue Melvin. It's, it's like that It's it's that goofy serendipity kind of thing where things just kind of start to fall into place, and then Absolutely. the story is there, and you're like, oh, my God, this right. this works, and this works, and all of a sudden it, it is what it is. I will, I will say this. I remember drinking it with Blake and Danny w- during the bottle session. We all sat there and bottled it. Was together. there giggling involved? Plenty. And a lot of <laughs> drinking. And I remember drinking it and thinking, this is really cool, but I'm not sure if people are actually going to like this. Like, it's going to be a polarizing beer. Like, people are going to love this or they're going to hate this. And, like, basically everybody loved it except for Tom Aguero. Well, <laughs> he hated it. <laughs> Isn't that kind There's of the story there, of, of everything? Is he on there? I hope he's on there. He's not on there. He wouldn't ever click on something that I post. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's that. So were you that. guys surprised or how shocked were you when everybody just, like, was so gaga about it? Do you ever watch... Uh, along with that, do you ever watch like the trade values and stuff? Yeah, I love it. I think it's so fun to to <laughs> see that a product that we're making um, gets out there and has traveled nationally. I mean, I've gotten shout outs from breweries out at CBC, just kind of walking around, and dudes are like, "Oh shit, you guys make that badass scotch ale!" Like, "Oh, I've tried that blueberries." Like, I even got blueberries out one time from a really famous brewer. That if I said everybody here would be like, "Ooh," uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. Um, it's pretty cool to see. But does that does that kind of shape when you and we'll talk about kind of why try to recreate that, but does that does that shape how you do something like this again, how you recreate that magic? Is that is that kind of fuel why you do it, or is that does that make this whole thing terrifying and, and I mean the goal is to create the best beer that we possibly can. Um, you know, quality is everything at first. We wanted to you know, there really weren't intentions to make this beer again until we started seeing 
you know, the reaction that everybody had from it. And, you know, then Danny started pressuring us a little bit, <laughs> right. saying, like, hey, we should do that. But we were down. We were like, dude, of course we'll do that again. Um, that was a rock star beer. Uh, let's see if we can recreate it. So re- at first it just started with, like, hey, we're not going to release anything. Let's just see if we can get close to making that product again. Because, like I said, batch one, like, we tinkered with. So it, when we looked back at the recipe, there's all these random notes, and, and uh, we were like, oh, my God, like, can we actually do that again? So for, at first, it was just like, let's get close. And then I, can, I might even be able to find them on my phone, but Danny, myself, and Blake sat down as the original creators. We all sat down and tasted the new barrels. And there was a few more barrels this time around, and we all sat there and tasted them. We were like, all right, can we make a blend that is going to taste similar to this beer. And it was funny, we don't have any of it left, not even us. You do now. <laughs> yeah, because Jesse just brought up beer in. Uh, we didn't even have any of it left, so we're, like, working off of, uh, you know, what we recall about the beer. But we also drank more of it than anybody else in existence, so. Uh, I want to sniff the cap and see if it still smells like blueberries and wax. So that was a secret at first. We didn't tell anyone that the wax was scented. Uh just to like have it like be like a fun thing that when is it still hold up? Yeah, it's still. So nice. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, it would just be like a fun thing that uh, that we do. Hey, I like to do this Korean thing. It's like a Korean drinking custom where you don't pour your own beer, and uh, it's I, you just poured mine. So now I'm gonna pour yours. You're not gonna pour your own. I like doing that because you never drink by yourself. <laughs> Come by. Yes. <laughs> I think it's Japanese, but close enough. <laughs> I don't know it. My, my, my wife's Japanese, so she'll, she'll make it okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, it's okay. for anybody that is um, in fact that is listening and not watching, <laughs> um, so we're now drinking um, Blue Melvin from what 2014 is that when that release was? So I, I brought the timeline out there for you. I can't read. So all that the from here. Uh, the original release was June 2014. And then, whoa! This thing still holds up. Super cool beer. Because I remember I got um, I got a bottle here the day it was released. Yeah, and you're then, a fanboy. Oh, oh dear oh, God, God, that's good. Yeah, and then I went to the party source for the second release, and I was able to get two more. Wow, from, you from scored, there. dude. <laughs> I mean, that's the oh, thing I guarded about, these jealously. That's the thing about being like a part of this community. If if you like show up and you put in like the work, like a lot of times you can get one. Unless you come to a 50 West bottle release, and then we like screw you over on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are known for having the worst bottle release ever. <laughs> yeah, we're we're proud of it too. Like we love being terrible bottle release guys. So, joking aside, we'll talk about the infamous bottle release a little bit. Sure. <laughs> that you know, with um, bottle counts and bottle limits and stuff. I know that, that people have kind of gotten on you guys a little yeah, bit in, in recent history. Um, what are you guys kind of doing this time that's different from then that... For sure. Of- so we'll appease the masses for sure. We're, we're going to... Honestly, we're joking around saying it's the worst bottle release ever. We're going to try to throw a great release. Um, we're going to try to make it really smooth. Um, basically, what you're going to do when you get here is the doors are going to open at 11. We're going to recommend that people can start lining up at, like, 8. 
Uh, we will allow the line chairs, the cherished line chairs that everyone wants to do. Everyone wants to get wasted in line and share beers, and that's awesome. I'm totally down with that. Um, we're actually going to pour some beer outside before the inside's awesome. open we're gonna like pull the bus out there and pour some beers from it uh, we're gonna sell cups for a buck so that's like your corkage fee so we can stay legal you're actually in our um, liquor license property uh, hanging out in the volleyball courts and um, you're gonna wait in line there the lines are actually gonna wrap up and go up the balcony and that's where you're gonna get the bottles on top that's of that cool. balcony and then you're gonna come down the, the balcony stairs into the tap room so it's like a, your own little beer adventure. Everybody be <laughs> yes. winding through the brewery. You get a brewery tour and a bottle. So and, and the grill's going to be open outside. Breakfast food, absolutely. Grill's going to be open. What time um, is that happening? I'm know? not exactly sure. I don't really have too much to do with the front of the house, but I let's, uh, let's say eight o'clock. Yeah, something and like that. <laughs> early. Look, we're selling breakfast food. Like it's going to be pretty early. Um, do you have any uh, parking recommendations for people around here? I or? do. So if you're going to the brunch, we're just firing questions at him. Like, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Uh, just getting them ready. <laughs> so if you're going to the brunch, you've kind of got, like, you're guaranteed. You're already in. You've got your two bottles. Like, you're set. So those people are probably going to be a little more lax about coming here in the morning. Um, we'd like all the brunch people to park at the pub because that's where the brunch is being held. So if you're not coming for the brunch, there's an auxiliary lot above the pub. So past the pub entrance, and then on the left, there's an auxiliary lot right there. It's paved and everything. Park there. Park at ProWorks. Park behind ProWorks. Park all the way through the Pizzelli lot. Park all the way through the 50 West Cycling lot. There's plenty of parking. Just park everywhere except for actually at the brew pub. Don't park at the pub. Let the brunch people park there. Be courteous to them. Um, and park park everywhere else. There's tons of parking. I think, I think that's a good rule just for anyone going to any kind of bottle release. Always just remember to be courteous. Don't be a jerk. You'll have your fun. You'll get your beer. But... Don't, right, so, don't try to take it too seriously. Just while I'm on the thinking about the release, so what we're gonna do is like have, we're gonna have the party outside. There's gonna be uh, water out there and stuff. We're gonna sell some cups. We're gonna sell a little bit of beer. Um, once everybody starts lining up and gets starting to be closer to the actual release, we're gonna walk around with allocation cards and just go down the line. And it's like, how many do you want? One or two? One or two? Basically, everybody's gonna get two. But we're gonna there's two bottle release or limit. We're gonna go down the whole line. Um, and basically just tick away at the case count until it's gone and it's completely sold out. If you're behind that person, it's kind of just like, hey, sorry, thanks for coming. We have draft. So we're going to be pouring draft, but just because people would freak out if they <laughs> waited in line and then didn't get draft, the draft release of Blue Melvin is at noon. So bottle release starts at 11. Draft release will be at noon. Um, there's going to be some on draft. We're actually going to release, like, we're going to be super transparent about everything. There's going to be, we're going to re- uh, release the case count. We're actually going to go through the line and assign you bottles so that everyone behind there, like, there's no guessing if you're going to get a bottle or not. If you're Are each of the bottles going to be uh, numbered? Because that's, that's a, for whatever weird reason, beer nerds are really particular about that. All right, they, so they want if it, we they bring want our it. bottle to you, will you number it for us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One out of a million. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, you heard it here first. A million Blue Melvins released tomorrow. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and that's tomorrow, by the way. No, I'm just kidding, guys. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Uh, yeah, good point. Um, we actually thought about when we were creating the design of the label that this is a limited release product that people are going to collect and sell it. We didn't think that that was going to happen with the first one, so we designed the label to really reflect that. So, yes, they are numbered. Awesome. There, but like it's numbered as the total 
thing. Right. So some of the beer went to Party Source, some of the beer went to the brunch. If you went to the brunch, you, you get like a special bottle. Um, it has to do with the story. So you get, like the label looks a little bit different and the wax looks a little bit different. Same liquid. So I've also heard that there might be some other draft kind of limited releases that are going to pop up around in the future. In the future, yes. We were actually hoping to do it here. Um, Danny's vision for Blue Melvin is incredible. Like, I wish he was here right now to talk about it. The guy's brilliant. His mind does not stop. And uh, his vision for this thing is really cool. So he's hooked us up beyond what he normally hooks people up for quaff with this beer. And uh, we've got some really exciting, like, variants of Blue Melvin that will be coming out in the future. That actually leads into my uh, next question is what variants can we expect? Yeah, so no word on like if we're going to bottle them or what, but like there are other variants. There's other kinds of barrels. Um, there's a sherry barrel. There's a, I'm not going to talk brandy. about Brandy. There's a brandy barrel. <laughs> there is a brandy barrel. There, there's a few. Uh, there's, some, there's some barrels up there that, uh, that are cool. For uh, this release, was it Pappy Barrels? Again? It was not. So I mean, I don't you, think you're legally allowed to say that anymore. I don't. You're think not. That. We couldn't even write it on this label. Right. I mean, we orally told people, and I'm doing it now too. But uh, you can't write it on the label. But no, th- these barrels are um, four roses. No, no. I'm. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Maker's Mark. Nice. So what about? So you you talk about Danny has this big vision for Blue Melvin. Does that include future? Blue Melvins that are we're going to see again. Is this a beer that is going to pop up from time to time? You know, when when the stars align, or is this? So basically, we've got we're, we'll like with a lot of our releases, the coolest releases like Tripa, Brett is my co-pilot, DBS. Um, we're going to try to keep those like a one-time yearly release, ten and two, one-time like right. yearly releases. So being typical craft brewery fashion those releases might float around the same time range i mean we're not going to nail the same date every year but uh we got to go the korean thing yes please thank you i I like to see that i teach everybody that when i drink with them i can't see how much i'm pouring because you've got it above it's part of the the line of my screen that was my secret plan to get my beer (laughs) you're the one that saved this for how many years that's one of the rules at the bottle share tomorrow you, everyone has to pour their friend's beer. Heard it here first. Oh, all hell's going to break loose now. <laughs> <laughs> Better not be pouring your own beer. I'm tossing you out. <laughs> are, are you going to be uh, like up and down the line policing that? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to throw out as many people as possible. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still convinced that the reason that Listerman is doing their monthly can releases is so that they can partake in the line shares once a month. I'm, 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 I'm 77% sure that's why they journal. They, they do it the way they do. Because Jason just loves to drink yeah. good beer. <laughs> I love Jason. He's the man. So where do, where do you guys want to see Blue Melvin go? Like, uh, you know, is, is it... In like, my uh, stomach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the close number two. Like, what's... You, you talk about Danny's grand vision, like... Uh, where all do you, do you guys want to see it kind of explode to you? Are you thinking like you know, you know I I really making a run at Fobab? So Fobab is such a cool contest. Um, I really like Fobab. To be honest, though, like Fobab is is they require a ton of beer to participate in that. We participated in it like two years ago with a bourbon barrel aged version of Home Sweet Home, and uh, 
don't know, I didn't get super good vibes from that one. You know, it seemed like the competition was a little loosey-goosey, but uh, great beers poured there. It's a super fun event, but they require a ton of beer to participate in um, the festival and competition. So we considered it. We actually had a big discussion of, hey, do we enter Blue Melbourne? Not only with batch one, but the second batch, we also spoke about that. Um, and we're not going to do it. At least I don't think we are. It's just so much beer. I'd rather this beer go into people's hands how here much, in Cincinnati, how not much like beer random is, people in Chicago. How much beer are we talking here? Do we, I, don't, I don't know how Philbab works with when you, when you say they require so much beer. Usually it's like three sixters. It's three six barrels of beer. Holy shit. It's like a keg of beer. Um, I'm still not convinced that all of that beer actually makes it. You know, dude, neither am I. I like, I'm not going to talk about them, but like, you know, like, uh, I'm a little skep about that. Uh, well, place. speaking speaking of all the all the beer, there's a journalist really... that can get to the bottom of that. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I'll do what I can. Jesse's um, gonna do it if they let me back. Um, <laughs> I'm probably already. Back I was curious, what was the change? What what prompted the change to the 12 ounce bottles? Uh, just to make it go further, you know uh, that. There's just so much more demand for it that when we thought about the release, um, we just wanted it to go a little bit further. Like, look, we want to get it in more people's hands that want to try this beer. Like, if you want to try this beer, we want to put it in your hands. Um, now, we don't want to, like, distribute it and make, like, a ton. I don't want people that, like, have never heard of it to really get a bottle. Or I mean, you can, but, like, it's, uh, if you like 50 West, but, like, I don't really care to put it on, like, Kroger's shelves, you know. It's yeah. it's for the guys who are willing to come out here, um, participate in what we've got going on, um, experience the experience that we're, you know, uh, the experience of 50 West. It's, it, you know, this... This highway is our whole brand. This highway goes across the country. It starts in Ocean City, Maryland, and all the way to Sacramento, California. I'm actually the only uh, employee here at 50 West that's done both. I've taken should a, be required. I've taken a <laughs> left out of this building and driven all the way to California, and I've taken a right out of this building and driven all the way to Ocean City, Maryland. That's awesome. Uh, you know, it's it's this is the experience of 50 West. It's 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 the outdoors. It's you know. It, I can't even explain it it's, as well as Bobby. Well, you, you, you brought it up earlier that like you come to, I kind of call it the Fifty West Compound because call you've it got Fifty like Westville. The, yes, because they've got like their own better. little like city here. Yeah, because you've got the cyclery, you've got you've got the the is canoe it and kayak. Is it livery? Is that yeah. how you pronounce it? Yeah, we've we got, got the delivery. You've got the group up. We got running groups. We got volleyball. Um, really, I, I can't explain it pretty well, but I just kind of gave up there because uh, we're talking about the Melvin. But yeah, this is. Uh, we, we go beyond beer. It's about providing this community experience around beer um, that goes beyond just the good suds that we make. Well, and, and bottle releases are that other piece of kind of another community to tap into and that, that you know, really, like you said, em- embracing the bottle share and making it so that it's, it's legal, it's all on the up and up, everybody's happy, and, 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 and turning it into this, this, this thing. I mean, that's, that's another thing that you're tapping into that, you know, Another experience that I, I don't know has has hit here yet. Uh, you're right, um, and we're looking forward to providing that experience for everybody. Just because, look, we're awesome at throwing events. Punch Out is like insane. Fifty Fest is insane. Like people, sponsors are coming to us, being like, "This is one of the coolest events we've ever seen in this city." Like we threw a Punch Out, and like tons of like fighting organizations came to us, and we're like. 
dude, can you guys do that every weekend? And we were like, <laughs> like this is like the biggest fight that we've seen in Cincinnati besides the stuff at US Bank. Like, you guys have to keep doing this. And we're like, we're not like a fighting place. Like, like the kangaroos and the camels and the llama. At <laughs> the that that so I, I spent like two hours just there. Honestly, that's what I did at Fifty Fest. Is I played with the animals. I wa- so I walked up there, and uh, this dude just stoned out of his mind, hanging out by the the petting zoo. And he walks up, and he's like, stoned on tobacco. Yes, nobody, yes. Nobody smokes weed. No, of course not. Uh, but he he walks up, and I'm standing there, and he walks up from like behind me, and he's like, hey. What kind of dog is that? <laughs> I was dying laughing. He's pointing at the kangaroo. Welcome to Fifty Westville. <laughs> yeah. I, it, uh, before we went on went online, I, I said this, and oh, Dan, Danny, uh, Danny Gold is actually watching live. Uh, I want Danny. Danny, is, I love you. It's tasting great. It's tasting great. This uh, great does not even encompass how good this is. I was thinking of so this this bottle release that you're. You're releasing on Sunday. Is this one that should people drink immediately? Should they um, do whatever you want with it? Do whatever you want. They want to celebrate. You guys Chug have it. a guidelines. Is, is that wait? Did, did you guys just censor that? I don't. I don't think we're supposed to. This is a GCCBS uh, event. I don't. I don't know if we're allowed no, to say that. No. Uh, <laughs> you know what you should do with it is is be glad just, that you get, just enjoy it yeah just cherish it enjoy it like look we put a lot of time into this we uh we made the best product that we possibly could and we hope that everybody likes it like look just like the first one i still feel like this is a polarizing beer it's super fruited like this is not shy on blueberries it's super duper fruited it has like an acidic and like tannic back to it um the roast flavor is pretty tame. There is like a, a fruity, almost like tannic bitterness to this beer. I mean, this this is not a typical barrel-aged stout. It does the barrel flavors are tame in this original one and in and in the the next one. I think that's what worked for me so much with the with the especially the original beer. And we're gonna we're gonna sample the the new version here in a second. So gotta gotta drink up, guys. But um, the thing that's the thing I really loved about the first one is that like. You didn't get too much heat from the barrels. You didn't get a ton of roast from from the stout, and you didn't have an overpowering blueberry uh, flavor. It just worked really well together, and that you got like this creamy, kind of tart, bourbony dessert. Well, you know, exactly. It's just, it's what just I love. Delicious. I, I don't know that I've ever had a beer where blueberries are used the way they're used here. Usually, you get blueberries in some kind of you know, like tart, sour, light lager. Like it's it's used in like these really bright, you know, blueberry forward beers. Not to say the blueberries aren't forward here. Like it, it, it's so it's, I, it's it's used in a different way. And I, I feel like it speaks to the original recipe. So the lactose does a little bit for that. Um, it, it softens the the blueberries' nature to be super acidic. Um, the recipe, like I mentioned earlier, has a bunch of these like more kiln crystal malts in it. I mean, we're using high crystal malts, so you're going to get, like, the more the date-raisin fig, um, like, dark fruit kind of notes to it, and that plays with the blueberry a lot better. Like, it almost just turns those flavors into more blueberry, like, complementary blueberry characters. Um, So, yeah, it speaks to, like, the build of the beer is made to be built with blueberries. Even though batch one, honestly, was not intended to have blueberries in it, um, it, it... Batch two 
is, is the closest thing we could represent, but it, it just it all flows really well in this blend. Have you ever thought about doing doing another beer with that original recipe? And I, I don't know, calling it like the anti Melvin or something. Wait, or, the original Melvin recipe? Yeah, the the one where uh, before you threw, threw in the blue, blueberries and everything. Okay. Um, no, because it was like <laughs> super like. It was early in our techniques and like progression as a brewery. Um, this, this it would be, be the worst bottle release ever, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, no, it. it uh, no, we've, I've never considered that. It's we, we've grown up past those techniques. We wouldn't. We wouldn't be a little. We wouldn't be willy nilly about it really like we were in those West, early years. Like, you guys are always kind of like the lost boys to me. Like, you know, like I feel like it's. What does a, that like, mean? I feel like it's a very sneaky thing that they do here. It always feels. It feels like they just opened this brewery yesterday, and like they're just like, "Oh yeah, let's let's make a brew. We'll, we'll put you, volleyball nets, and we'll have canoes, and we'll just we'll make this thing." You guys are, and always then you like, come in here, and it's like, I don't believe that this is as like off the cuff as it feels like it is. I feel like this is very honestly thought I like, out. I, I like play it up, and I'm even playing it up <laughs> now with you guys, and you guys know me, and you, and you know I am doing this. Uh, I, I want to be entertaining on the live cast, but it's uh, to be honest, like it's not off the cuff. Like we are like very intentional but here with what we're like doing. It. It's, it's a very it's strange, very genuine. It's, yeah, look, it's, a, it's, look genuine. it's it's fun. Like we're here to have fun. We're drinking beers, uh, but yeah, we're like I'm kind of glad it feels like that. But at the same time, like it is very intentional here. Like we're running like a real business where where we have a plan, we have a strategy. Like this thing, uh, we're doing actually something really cool um, that no one else in the country is really doing. Like who has this? It's literally just us, like Cincinnati. Like, look around. Like, it's just us. So, what is the um, the ABV of the new Blue Melvin versus the old Blue Melvin? Is it on the bottle? I don't know. I haven't even looked at the bottle it's yet. It's not on the original. That was one I always. All right, is, so I know. I, yes, it is on the bottle. It says eleven percent. I like how you asked that before you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, first um, off, I want you to look at the bottle. Second, um, you know, it, it's beautiful. That that actually we put through an alkalizer, so that it's shiny. To, guys. to be honest, it's like ten point like nine eight. We were at level eleven. Sorry guys. We were <laughs> loud like uh, I can't remember what the percentage is, but that's. What do you mean? Very inside baseball. Oh, uh, like yeah. to write on the label? Yeah, yeah I think like it, the the, the, the deviation yeah. is like uh, a half a percent or something like that. It's it's pretty forgiving. But uh, the original one we did not write an ABV on. It was slightly less. It was like nine five. I was admittedly always kind of curious it's if like, it was above the twelve percent, and you were just like sneaking it out. No, <laughs> no, no. It's actually like fairly low. It's 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 a little bit smaller. Maybe it was than just one. because I was drinking it too fast. I was uh, like so jealous. <laughs> like I have to enjoy it before anybody else. Well, gets this the bottle. this does drink easier than even nine and a half percent should all right like so it. this is theoretical nine too like this is like when you do the math it's nine something we did not run this through an alkalizer one thing in beer that's kind of funny is guys throw like beer in barrels and if you don't have an alkalizer or like have access to one uh you just guess you're like oh what, what the barrel what do you think the barrel gave it like uh, i don't know like half a point two points <laughs> like, who knows uh so yeah we actually ran this through an alkalizer that Especially because we were going to write the ABV on the bottle, we had to. Right. Um, it was the right thing to do. So, what? Before we move on to talking about. Did you just pour your own beer? We, yeah, both, we, we, we both did. Rules. We're we all hell is breaking loose. Well, you, Dude, got, you guys are taking too long. Yeah, we're all right, worst bottle release ever. You guys are kicked out. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Now we talk about Rheingeist. <laughs> um. <laughs> whenever when, whenever I do these live casts hey, with Jesse, Jesse, my whole goal hey, is just yeah. to derail him the whole time and try to get him to... <laughs> I'm trying to avoid all the questions. <laughs> this show is not about questions. The show is about beer and talking. And this is actually incredible. That you it's guys actually brought a no. batch one because I haven't. Not dr- you guys. That's all Jesse. That's I haven't drank this in like two months, and so we drank one like in the making of Blue Melvin, me, trying to get, get it close. Um, Doing it properly. Now. There we go. There, you guys. You just redeemed yourselves. Did you get a little bit in yours from somebody else? Huh? Yeah, Jesse poured a little more. All right, good. I'm about to, okay. I was about to say, I'm about no, to splash some in yours just to keep my, my uh, etiquette going. Now, now that we know, we will do that, do that here in the future. I, my, I think a question I, I've been thinking about over this uh, whole live stream, what is the biggest thing you guys want to get out of the, of the release here? Like, 50 West, uh, it's, the Blue Melvin is just, like, such an iconic brand. Uh, it's storied in modern Cincinnati craft beer history. Like, what do you one want fans to get most out of this experience, and two, what are you guys hoping to see, hoping to kind of get in return as part of your guys' story as it goes forward? Sure. Um, so first off, I'm going to say because I just took a sip of this, the after taste on this one, like what it leaves you with, is is fantastic on this batch too. Um, sitting here just like savoring it uh i think i definitely get a little bit more barrel out of this but that could just it's be it's, it's, it's fresh pressure. yeah exactly i'm amazed um, at how similar they are though yeah pretty similar right we did a good job um so uh we're spot on really well, especially spot since release. this has been cellared for some, like it's i'd also like to say that this beer is terrible it sucks <laughs> um no i mean i hope everybody comes and they have off brothers 50 west they'll never make it no no <laughs> idiots uh, I, you know, I hope that everybody comes and has a good time, that they are respectful, that, um... Yeah, can we, can we address that before you keep going here? Like, absolutely, because, be like... assholes. Yeah, and, like, they, like, everybody's, like, crazy in their own way, but, like, just, like, come here and have a good time. We're, we're trying to put on, like, a, a, a friendly, nice beer community event. You know, like, it's, let's all be in line, let's respect each other, let's have a good time, let's drink a bunch... Um, Look out for the people around you, and if you see somebody doing something that's an asshole kind of thing to do, just kind of be that person that says, "Hey, just, you know, just help each other out, and just you know, don't be absolutely." Assholes. Look, we're we're kind of like the hippie. We got the hippie vibe thing going over here. Like, be good to each other. You know, you're, you're um, lining up next to volleyball courts. Don't break glasses. Yeah, people walk around in that yeah. barefoot. That was like a really con- big concern of ours with letting everybody bring bottles. Yeah. Originally was like that was addressed in, yeah. in a Girls conference Girls walk room around like, barefoot and in short shorts. And they're Do hot. not break bottles. <laughs> Don't break anything. So can, can we expect impromptu uh, volleyball games? Um, I, wait, the sure. big question is are you going to go after everybody kind of gets through the line, if there's anything left over, which I doubt there will be, are you gonna make them do like Hunger Games style volleyball games? Sudden oh, death dude, match? I no. So no joke. I brought up this like, and I'm gonna say it because Bobby shot it down. But I thought this was gonna be so funny to like 
bury a few bottles just in the sand <laughs> and just be like, just fight for them. Like a year from now, somebody step. What is that? <laughs> no, we just like announce it. Just like, hey, there's some bottles in the sand if you want to dig them up. Like, good luck. Because there's a ton of sand. But only, only if they come in a pirate costume. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you have to pirate costume digging you know, dig for treasure. I like the idea of like saving like five, gonna... five bottles for the next year, just randomly. <laughs> like on a month, you can say, hey. Everybody come down here in like some kind of costume and do this, and somebody gets a bottle of blue melon. You um, know that that would work. I'm gonna officially say there might. I'm, I might just take one and bury it in the sand. So uh, if, you're, if you're at the share tomorrow, like you know, kick around the sand a little bit. Who knows? <laughs> Not tomorrow. Why do we keep saying tomorrow? It's on Sunday. Sunday. Well, this is like this you're, is gonna feel free to come around tomorrow, kick around some sand, and have a beer. Too. Yes. Yes. It, it could be tomorrow, depending on when you li- you're listening to this. It could be yesterday. It could be six months ago. I, I don't know. It's also the worst bottle release ever. We're so talking like, in the who future. Who knows if we just release it tomorrow. We just start selling them. Are you know? guys going to make that, that a hilarious. hashtag for tomorrow? <laughs> that would be the funniest thing ever. We probably should start that. Oh, here's Queen City Fresh. Fresh. You want to yeah. take a seat? Well, there's, there's an empty mic. I love Fresh. We can't She's hear what man. you're saying right now. So for those of you just joining us, uh, Queen City Fresh, one of the venerable beer bloggers of uh, Cincinnati, is now joining us. Going to be a little Fresh just got done with a run. Fresh, I love you, man. Good to see you. Good to see you, bud. Yeah. Uh, I guess I should put your mic up. So, Try so did you get that free beer? No, I'm going give to give it away. I don't need a beer after this rant, right? <laughs> How do you feel? Well, you, you got your detox, now your retox. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> Um, Wait, good, good does movie. that mean we get his free bear? <laughs> I, I think we were to hear him. Like, Max can officiate that. Oh, no, there we go. There we go. There There's an is. actual ticket. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We're going to put this right here and we can fight over it. That's there. a free beer ticket. <laughs> we'll tear it in a couple pieces. We're talking well, a little uh, beer week stuff? Well, we're talking We're talking about Blue Melbourne. So if you want to, do you have a Blue Melbourne sh- story you want to uh, share with the all the adoring fans? Uh, story, it's not like really. seven people listening. I think I usually... Uh, <laughs> Have to call Max the next day. Like, man, Max, I couldn't make it down. You get, can I have one from your stash? And I just go, ah, Chris, I'm not sure, man. <laughs> uh, so I don't have many exciting stories. Well, what do, what do you think uh, Blue Melbourne kind of represented for the Cincinnati craft beer community? I don't know. It was like one of the biggest block that's boom. Everyone just went crazy about that beer. Uh, we started off with the blueberry, and then it was the next year the orange. And back to Blueberry again this year, I think. Yeah, so just to clarify, too, uh, the Melvin series, and like I said, like you get more of the story if you go to the brunch. If you're able to score those brunch tickets, they literally sold out. There was over 100 that sold out in four minutes. Yeah, so you shouldn't sell the brunch too much because mm-hmm. you I got can't you, get I got the you. brunch anymore. But, but like the, the word Melvin is, that's the connection between the guys that run 50 West the, which, the, the brew pub building over there, which was built in 1827, the hu- super historical building over there that has a ton of, of history to it, and Danny. Danny is connected to that building in a way that ties the word Melvin to it. And so the story's th- a little bit on the bottle, too, for people that aren't yes, going it is, not, it is on a the little bottle. bit. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be splash. able to read some of it on the bottle. But this is the connection that Danny and 50 West has, the Quaff Brothers and 50 West have together. So... When we say Melvin, it's not just like this this stout. It's not just like, hey, it's a blueberry stout. Like, look, Orange Melvin was a barley wine. Uh, shameless plug where we have the world's best barley wine. Uh, 10 and 2 is the reigning World Beer Cup world champion. And 
Um, You're just going to leave them hanging. Oh, yeah, thanks, sir. Um, but, yeah, so that was a barley wine. It was, I mean, We had an orange in it. And then we made a brandy Melvin that was a quad aged in brandy barrels. Um, that was draft only. That, that didn't see a bottle release. But basically everything that we make with uh, quaff is going to be something Melvin. That's interesting. It's not necessarily always a stout. So, like, I saw a lot of people online that, like, tried to get orange and blue and drink them together. And that's super cool, just to, like, have the collection. But, like, it's not a vertical or it's not a comparison kind of thing. Like, this one, is, it's apples and oranges. This is kind of shifting topics it's blueberries a little bit. and oranges. Has there been a quaff lager? I don't think so. Not yet. Danny, comment. Danny knows. Um, <laughs> that would be really fun, like, some kind of big Doppelbach or something. March 1st. March 1st coming up. Get Shay in and all that action. Um... It's, it's, tickets upon tickets. I don't even run. <laughs> I love how his like, like twelve year old daughter just got a free beer ticket. <laughs> slightly concerning, but slightly awesome. It, it gives me hope for the future. For the people at home, it was for Coca Cola. She has decided to go with the healthy water. That's like a hard, like no joke right there. Like no, she couldn't have bought a beer, guys. So no. There's well, that, that's what we're here for. The news. So I mean. I mean, this is Sensei Brewcast. We'll just we'll jump over to you, Fresh. I mean, what's going on with you? I've taken a big uh, hiatus, as you guys probably know. I uh, just needed a break. I don't know how Hopper uh, does it after all these years. It still still does it. It's uh, they're awesome, pretty amazing. Yeah. And uh, you know, gnarly has picked up quite a bit, and uh, a lot of us have been pretty busy with other things in our life. Uh, brew Prof and uh, Beer Bumbo and everyone else. Uh, Tom's doing uh, Brew Mine still. So I don't know what Jesse are you. Kinda, that's a long well, story. Okay. That's a long story. So there's there's still plenty of uh, beer beer guys enthusiasts around here going around. So uh, let's take a little break. Um, kind of enjoying the, having a little more time to myself, to be honest. <laughs> uh, what I'm curious, actually, Max, is uh, haven't been down here as much. How is this uh, the production works facility taken away from the group? Uh, how, what's the what's the vibe now between the two? You know, Andrew asked me that. The before gnome. We the gnome asked you that. The gnome. I'm sorry. See, um, it always happens once. Uh, <laughs> see, everybody, everybody just wants to. It, it's like the Lucky Charms, you know, Leprechaun Man. Like everybody wants to. You gotta say that. You gotta charms. say that precast. If if you're lucky, no, it, it kind of makes it fun. If you're lucky enough to be listening right now, guess what? My name's Andrew. No, it's not. It might be Andrew. Um, this is Andrew man. Smith. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. To be honest, uh, they jive really well together. So all the experience stuff is over here. The kayak. Um, canoe, volleyball, running running groups like that you just participated in. Everything like outdoorsy and fun and open and uh, you know the, the experience that this building can really give you because of the garage doors and, and just how it's built um, is all over here. So all that all those activities happen over here and all that, that programming and all those people that participate in that uh, congregate at this bar. And then if you're out for like a a full service restaurant experience you go over there um and then that one closes we changed the hours of operation a little bit so that one closes a little bit earlier and this one opens a little bit later so if you're we're open for lunch so if you're there during the day you know this place opens at about 4 p.m um during the week so if you're if you're here during the week having lunch you're you're over there um and then at night basically everyone comes over here and drinks because the the public close at like 10 and then so if you're actually like here to drink you're over here so to be honest, like I told the gnome this before we started, like one plus one equals three for us. I mean, it's they jive really well together. It's not they're not cannibalizing each other at all. It's like 
everybody's just kind of loving it and just yeah choose your side you know the, what I mean the one thing that you guys have neglected over here and and maybe I'm just missing it is throwing there, more terrible bottle releases no it's the, <laughs> the worst bottle release ever so is there cornhole over here you know what? That we we have that's um, sort of bullshit. I, I don't run, but I play <laughs> cornhole like a. We have um, boards, and we've put them up inside the the like literally when we opened the grand opening. There was cornhole. There was like two cornhole uh, setups right in the back over here, like behind where right. we are right now. Um, but just to accommodate the amount of people that come in here, like if you look around, like not only is the tap room filled, but like the volleyball court. Yeah, this is this is we're not here on a weekend. This is a. What, I don't Thursday know, night. Is it Thursday? I don't even know. Dude, every single volleyball... Like, you guys watch the running groups. We, have, we probably have one of the biggest running groups in the city. Chris just participated in it. How many people were out there? Easily 50. Well, where I was running, they were all past me. <laughs> I didn't see any of them. Easily 50 people just in the running group alone. So it's like... And then the, the leagues are all sold out. And then there's just people hanging out and having fun. Um, so, yeah. There's, it's... Uh, they, they... Both sides do really well together. The uh, brew pub will always be home for me. It's there, there's something about that atmosphere over there that, that that connects with something, but at the same time, this connects with something else. And they, like it's it's fun to see these two personalities coexisting and, right. and, and balancing each other. And like I'm with you, Jesse. I actually respect that you just said that because like that's me too. Like you you'll find me more often like hanging out at the pub. Like I like the that was me. Oh, that was you? I'm sorry. He I really respect, take the credit. respect somebody. Take credit. I respect you. I, Chris, I already respect you. But, like, I respect you for saying that because that that's my spot. Like, I want to hang out over there. That's, like, the foundation of 50 West. Like, that's what I know 50 West as. This spot's awesome, but, like, just me personally. Well, there's um, so much Cincinnati history there. there. Right. It's, it's, it's historic. I like the dim lighting. I like the pubby feel to it. I like sitting at that copper bar and just like hanging out and like having people buzz around you with the low ceilings yeah. and like like I'm six four and like I almost hit my head on that that well, that beam every single time. You guys hit right at like the initial kind of burst of Dude, second wave Cincinnati breweries. You might even can, we're like one and a half wave. I mean, we're pre Ryan guys. We're pre Mad Tree. We opened up at like the same time as Blank Slate. Um, I, I don't think enough people understand. How that timeline fits Dude, with people. This is literally. I actually wanted to, to bring this up. We we're, were sorry, sorry about that. We right. were talking about this earlier, but um, we're we're going on past an hour here, so we'll we'll get close to wrapping this up. But I think we do want to talk about um, the Cincinnati or the Fifty West bottle release calendar because that's the thing I think people don't really understand is that you know Fifty West was doing this bottle release thing before it was really a thing here in Cincinnati and. You know, yep. I, I've been down here, you know, many a time where their line would go out the door, and, and one of my pride and joys of, like, my personal seller was while I didn't have the full collection, I, up until, you know, maybe a few months ago, I had, like, the full, the full release bottle line, so. So, I just counted them up. We've released 21 bottles. It's insane. So, we, like, look, we're OU alumni. We all grew up, like, being, you know indoctrinated by craft beer through Jackie O's. Like we, we, and they've been releasing bottles since like 2006. You know, so like we knew that, that was like a cool thing to like engage with this like target market customer that we really wanted to come into our pub and drink our beer. Like our main focus was creating the highest quality product that we can. 
putting your most special beers that really hit that mark, that super high quality mark, into those bottles and then releasing those to directly to those people and engaging with them as you hand them the bottle is a really special thing for a brewery to be able to do. And so we've been on this kick for a while. Like I told you before this started, someone made a comment about us having two releases. Like, oh, this is like their second release. Like DVS <laughs> was the first one. It's like, dude, this is the 21st bottle that we've released. Um, get with the program. 50 West released a ton of cool beers. Um, every single year you can expect always from us Copilot, DVS, and Trippa. And now Blue Melbourne. We're gonna we're and, and ten and two. So there's was, like there's like there five last year? Yes. In bottles? Yeah, it was at fifty fest. You had to come to fifty fest and you could leave with bottles of it. There's gonna be bottles of it this year, there's gonna be more copilot this year. Copilot's already in the tanks. I love that beer. It's already in the tank. I feel like it doesn't I, I was going back the other day listening to some other shows that uh, doing some show research, you know, making sure I knew that what things I talked to people about. And in one of the shows that I was researching, we were drinking Copilot. And and everybody, oh man, this beer is incredible. They don't get enough credit for it. And I was thinking back to that. I'm like, you know what? I still think that's true. I still think that, that nobody's talking about Brett as my Copilot. The Copilot's amazing. So like, batch one, I'll just come out and say it. We stole Cricket Stave's yeast from a bunch of bottles. We bought a ton of bottles of Cricket Stave yeast, and we stole his yeast. So, like, his head brewer came in and hung out with us uh, the other week and sat down at the bar, and we were like, it wasn't Chad himself. It's like his his head brewer was sitting at the bar. And I went up to him, and I was like, I literally I gave him a bottle of batch one because we still have, like, a few bottles left. And I gave him a bottle, and I said, don't sue me. And then I just walked away. Because, <laughs> like, he's going to know. He's going to taste that beer and be like, dude, that's our yeast. You can't like, no one's sue allowed somebody to, for that, can you? No one's allowed to have that yeast. If it's in the bottle, you can't. It's his yeast. No one's but allowed if it's to have in it. the bottle. You're look, getting into a really technical area of the law there. Like, what would have to happen is that they would have to have a patent on that particular strain of yeast. So they would have to have it genomically analyzed. And then take that to the patent office and look. I I still think there's something with it being in the bottle. I think you're okay. That's why there's some places that'll ferment with one yeast and then they'll you're making the bottle condition on something. You're making a good point, but just like look, I studied biology in school. I can tell you right now, it's not really the same yeast. Like, do we do we take it, it from can't. his bottles? But there was a local evolution at our place. Like, right, right. we grew it up over a series of. Um, uh, props like so we propped it from bottles to a few gallons to uh, to 15 right. gallons to a whole barrel you know it was it changed that, well, even, that yeast evolved locally we're getting really super nerdy but even when when you talk about propagating a yeast culture as it's eating whatever wort you're giving it to eat does that change the yeast somehow Absolutely. like is there, i mean i think there's got to be some kind of Absolutely. thing happening there so it's a, it's know. a local evolution look those things there's so many cells in a milliliter of beer, like millions, especially in fermenting beer. Um, yeah, absolutely, it's all local evolution. It's not the exact same thing, but it, it created that character. If you drank that beer, it was tart and it was citrusy and it had like a, like a citrus peel character to it. And then, all right, so then there was batch two which I adore batch two because like I really love like Saison DuPont and like Orval where you get those huge exploding carbonation swallows where like you can, can I can I say something that yeah. I'm ashamed of? 
I never tried Batch 2. I never got one. I, All right. I also never got a chance. <laughs> you guys are lame as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this show loses every bit of credibility that it has, but I never got Batch 2. I can't believe I even agreed it, to it do this. It just ran out too fast. <laughs> I didn't get any. I might be able to hook you guys up before you leave, but um, Batch 2 was badass. It um, was a little bit funkier, a little bit more farmhouse, less tart. Um, still had a nice acid balance to it, but less tart, more funk. And it uh, it was awesome. Like, it had that super explosive carbonation that, like, batch one was missing. And that when you swallowed it, like, filled your mouth with bubbles. And I love that. That's, like, what DuPont does. That's what Orval does. And you can only get that from a bottled package experience. You can't get that from draft. Like, literally, physically, draft cannot handle that. Like, you cannot that's, pour that's, those that's beers That's kind of on that draft. same thing that, that Scott over Blank Slate has, has gone on about year after year after year talking about bottling versus kegging stuff. He's like, I just I love I, more about You know, I can't, for my saisons, I can't do what I want to do on draft. I just, I want to bottle them. I want to bottle, I want to bottle yeah. them. Just every year you hear them talk about it, and that's why, I guess. So I, I encourage people, carbonation is measured in a unit of measure called volumes. And it's basically like, if you imagine a pint of beer, like a 16-ounce pint of beer, a volume of carbonation is like one volume pint of carb, like straight CO2, like slammed into the beer. Most beer comes out at about two and a half volumes of carbonation. Um, Saison DuPont and Orval and those beers that really like sparkle like that and like are hard to swallow, those are above three volumes of carb. Most beer comes out at like two, five, to be completely honest with you. At 50 West, we, we measure our carbonation and we, we hit above two, five on purpose. We like our beer at about like two, six or so. Um, anything above three something, low threes, you really can't pour on draft. So if you go on the Saison DuPont website, you'll see they even list it on the vitals on their different kinds of packaging. The bottle, I believe, has like four volumes and the keg has like three. So you're getting a, a different drinking experience from the bottle versus the keg. If you drink Saison DuPont and you like it on a draft and you've never had a bottle, go buy a bottle. If you like Saison in a bottle, try the draft. It's different. Um, you'll probably still enjoy the bottle more because I think it's cool. I think it's cooler. I, I think we have one more last question before uh, we cycle back and talk about the specifics of the bottle release again before closing it out. But um, do you ever miss the brewing side? Because now you're doing like the marketing, the sales. You're getting personal into like the Max Ram history and, and <laughs> we, story. We could do a whole show US. there. <laughs> um, all right, so I started with this bit. The business started in November of 2012. I was hired in December. Um, I've literally held almost every role at 50 West. <laughs> Currently, the director of sales. Um, I, I, I would show up every day. I was hired as like the first server, but there was no food. So, like, I just, like, hung out in the front of the building, and I was a host. And people would walk in the door, and I would tell them about uh, what kind of beers we had on tap. People would walk in, I knew a bunch about beer, and people would walk in, they'd be like, hey, man, like, I drink Miller Lot. And this was, like, in, like, 2012. And, like, Why? Cincinnati Craft Beer Why was so young. Why is there that young. twang on there? Because <laughs> you have to. And, like, You're, Cincinnati beer was Marymont. NASCAR beers. Uh, Cincinnati was so young in craft beer. Like, the, the knowledge, the education wasn't there. And that was, like, really part of our foundation of this thing was, like, let's grow it up. Like, let's, we know about beer. We've been brewing beer for a while. Like, let's, you know, personally and home brewing, like, let's get the education outside out there. So I was a host. 
um, I quickly became a server and a bartender, but every single day I would show up at about 8 a.m. The place opened at about 4. Every day, whether we were open, you know, we weren't even open every day of the week, but I would show up every day about 8, and I was just like, what can I do? What can I do? And I had a biology background, so I was like, all right, my place is in the brewery. I'm going to work with Blake. So every single day, Blake would show me how to brew. Like, you know, I was home brewing and stuff, but, like, he taught me, like, how to use the real equipment, like, how to be a brewer. So... I, I did that for about a year, and then we expanded the brew pub and added all those those tanks and stacked out that room, and then I was hired on as the first head brewer. Our, Blake took more of an executive role. I took over the brewery. I taught um, my first volunteer was Ryan Blanford, who now runs the brewery at Taft's. Well, he runs the brew pub at Taft's. Jared, no, no disrespect to you, Jared. I love you. Um, Ryan now runs the brew pub at Taft's, and then uh, yeah, we, and then we had more volunteers, and, and it's a few generations down. Like, now, really, the guys running our brewery are Alec and Josh, and they're, like, a few gens down from me. And um, Bobby came to me one day when I was in the brewery, and he said, hey, like, the market is changing as far as sales goes. You should be a part of the outside. You should be a part of the sales. You should be a front-facing employee. And I told him, no way. I was totally against it. I did not want to do that. And he pulled me out with him on a route. And he was like, this is how it works. Like, I just want to show you how beer sales work. And I went around to a bunch of bars, like a bunch of my favorite bars that I would just end up at the weekend drink, drinking at. And we sat there and talked to like the owners and the managers. And I was like, we would, we would sampled our beer. And I was just like, hey, I made this beer. And this is how I made it. Um, you know, uh, this is what it tastes like. You know, this is, this is why it would sell. And I just, like, fell into it. It was pretty natural at it. Even at that first route, like, I sold some kegs, and I was like, oh, holy crap, like, I can do this. And it's super cool. Like, I'm just running around the city, like, making friends with the bar owners and, like, selling my own beer. So I grew the sales side of our business to, from literally, like, zero accounts to well over a 1,000. Like, we, we, we've sold beer to everybody in town at least once, you know. Um, and now I have two reps myself we're running around town selling tons of beer uh we hold down a bunch of handles in this town last draft survey i saw we were the third most distributed local in cincinnati no off premise we don't sell a drop of beer in well we sell a little bit like let's say 99 percent on premise like it's all draft beer experience um and you're the bartender that's giving it to you has talked to me before you know so it's it's super cool when you see our beer it's not a beer you can buy at Kroger. This isn't a you know this isn't a product you can enjoy anywhere else. But right there in that moment, from a bartender who's probably talked to me, and that keg was probably put in, in well, that beer was put in that keg like a week ago. You know, well, this is I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting at Jungle Gyms, you know, standing at the tasting bar, and somebody's oh I like IPAs, and to hear the bartender say punch you in the eye, you know, it's, we've got punch you on the tap. You, before you try anything else, just try this. Just, if you don't like it, that's fine. We'll get you whatever you know, whatever it is you want. But just try this beer. And there's something about that connection between people and that experience. And like I said, that the, the, you call it sales, I call it something else. But there's there's something about that. Community, that right. Yeah. It, well, it, it is the community, and we love Jungle Gym so much. And those guys have been great partners to us. We've always been able to, um, you know. It, it, well, so, so it continue our experience with them because they're fucking awesome. I love Jungle Gyms. You know, really wanted to interrupt you. I'm sorry oh, no, to, no, no, to cool. shout out Jungle Gyms because they've been great to us. All, all I want to say is that like the, the experience and the advice you just just heard from Max, 
for those of you who are looking at a career in, in beer, that is really what you have to do. You have to be hands-on. You have to go through and try. Like it, it starts with cleaning kegs, and then hopefully you move up to you know the next step and the next step and the next step. It but starts it's be, before cleaning kegs. In. It's you start right. with volunteering. Like totally, I've, I couldn't tell you how many Facebook messages I've gotten where some people are like, "Hey, how do I get? How do I do that?" And there, there's different ways to approach it. Um, some of them are harder than others, but the easiest way to do is go volunteer at a brewery. Just go there and be free labor. Like when I used to say I used to show up in the morning at 8, like I wasn't getting paid. I just showed up and I was like, guys, can, how can I help? Like I got paid at night to be a server, but like I just showed up. Um, and then eventually I got hired on as the head brewer. And I was like, this kid knows what the fuck he's doing. He's been back here for a year, you know. Uh, you know, I brewed that barley wine that won that won gold at, at World Beer Club. That's awesome. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that, since uh, since you've got the experience, you know everything. Close us out. What do people need to know about the release on Sunday? Absolutely. All right. So can I can I just like you can you go? can do whatever you want. It's the internet. Consciousness here. Um, all right. So come on Sunday. Um, we're starting the general release at 11 a.m. on Saturday day slash night we're going to put up a facebook post that basically shows you we're going to go over every single detail that we possibly can but that's when we're going to release the case counts you're actually going to see like how many you can count the people in front of you and then we're going to pass out those allocation cards so you're going to be able to you're going to know if you're going to get a bottle or not or you're going to be able to figure it out um start lining up at about eight we're going to start the party if you will at about eight the doors will actually open for the release at about 11. If you're attending brunch, brunch starts, I think, at 11 as well. 10. 10. 10. So show up a little bit early. We've done a bunch of those brunches. Show up 30 minutes early. We'll give you a reception beer. Just, like, hang out and find your seat. Um, so, yeah, general release. Uh, we'll release the case counts. You're going you're gonna to party in the volleyball court area park outside of the brew pub please park in the auxiliary lot or all the way down in the brew the pro works area all the way down to like Pizzelli, um beyond Pizzelli if you want um two bottle limit they're twelve dollars a piece um we're gonna have draft we're gonna release draft at about noon we're gonna try to put together a pretty cool draft list beyond just melvin um there will be a limited amount of draft but it's also a significant amount of draft, but like it's not going to be flowing all day if people just start crushing it. We're going to serve it in snifters. It'll be like seven bucks. Um, there's one other way to get the beer. You can get the beer at Party Source too. Um, check out their Facebook for more details on that. They actually just sent out a news blast today too. Uh, if you're a part of their email uh, blast system, they they're also going to have a release. Their release is one bottle limit. I think it's it's going to be harder to get a bottle there those guys are awesome i totally encourage everybody to go there it's later in the day you can try to get one more bottle do you know when theirs is i think it's at four i don't want to i don't want to misspeak um same day yeah it's just absolutely the same day uh i have it in my uh if you guys don't mind i'm i'm pulling up the email now get a dd everybody all right don't Uber. So it's at 4 p.m. Lyft, whatever you do. It's at, it's at 4 p.m. Yeah, please please don't drive drunk. All right, Uber so, and Lyft, feel free to sponsor. Yes, please. Yeah. Please do. Since Uber please, yeah, just hit me up at, at 50westbrew.com. <laughs> um, all right, so Blue Melvin at Party Source starts at 4. That's your last chance to be able to get this bottle. 
they're they're doing one bottle limit there. Um, they got more. They have a more limited amount than we do. Um, still, a bunch of people are going to be able to get bottles there, but it, it's less in here. Your best chance if you didn't get the brunch tickets. Everybody at brunch gets two bottles. Um, everybody that comes here has the ability to get two bottles, but there's there's going to be a limited amount. Like I said, we're going to release the case numbers on Saturday on via Facebook. Um, yeah, show up on Sunday. Have fun with us. Even if you don't get a bottle, like just get a draft board and just hang out. Every, basically, everybody's gonna be able to get a draft board. I think. Hang out in line. There's gonna I don't be know some, how many some good bottles cracking in line. I'm sure. And I know uh, Eric Smith and a bunch of the GCCBS admins are gonna be here. I think there's gonna be some G- GCCBS swag. Yeah, giving yeah. out some bottles. Yeah, I've, ne- I've never met a lot of those guys, so uh, come and say hi to me. Just because uh, you guys have a cool group and. I've been in this since for a while. I've been I've been doing this since 2012. Come say hi to me. Dick's home, no. So, come to 50 West. Drink some some fantastic beer. Bring some beer because bottle sharing is okay. Just buy a cup. Like, I mean, like this is this is that other side of what uh, bottle releases are. Enjoy it. It's the worst bottle release ever. <laughs> worst Hashtag. bottle release ever. Queen City Fresh. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Jesse, thank you. GCCBS, thank you. 50 West, thank you very much. I missed my post, but I'll edit it out. Nobody will know the difference. (laughs) Thank you guys very much. Uh, Sense of Brewcast, Voice of Sense of Craft.